tattoos, earrings, smoking, and drinking are all controversial topics that often become the subject of judgment and legalism, and it's important to know the truth. Here's Pastor David. Now, we've been in this series for a while called White Lies. Last time I led our study, we dealt with judgmentalism and legalism. I was only able to get through the first part of that study last time, and we're going to continue it now, Lord willing, see how far we can get through it. Uh, We talked about what judgmentalism and legalism were, uh, and if you want to know like kind of the nitty-gritty of that, you're going to have to go back and watch that online. Um, But we didn't kind of get into into the nitty-gritty of specific things that Christians specifically have been very legalistic about, and the church sometimes has been very legalistic about. And as I told you, the reason why this is important is because, A, it's wrong to be legalistic, it's wrong to be judgmental, as defined in the last session, so make sure you understand what that means. But it's also damaging to those outside, and it gives space for the lies that people tell. If we're, if we're hypocrites, if we're being legalistic and judgmental, it's easier for things like things we've talked about, like progressive Christianity, to take a foothold because you go, but look at them, they're so legalistic. They're so judgmental. So we need to know. You may recall that I said we would try to look at such issues as, here's my list, drinking, sex, cussing, smoking, clothing, dancing, movies, music, video games, long hair, rock and roll, tattoos, and pierced ears on dudes. Okay? <laughs> All of these. There's more, honestly. Like, I, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, but these are the ones that uh, uh, have traditionally been an issue for some people. And so I'm going to deal with this in three sections. The first two sections I'm going to try to get through today. First section I'm going to try to deal with quickly. The second section we'll spend most of today on. And then, Lord willing, we'll study the next part next time. So the first section is what I'm going to call the culturally driven legalisms. Okay? Culturally driven. What I mean by that is these things, these things seem to be an issue in particular subcultures. If you've grown up in a certain way and this is kind of the way things have been, you're more likely to say, because this is the way things have been, therefore they must be what the Bible says. This is the way we've done it. This is our tradition. Therefore, it must be what the Bible says, okay? Um, I'm including in this section tattoos, pierced ears on dudes, long hair, and rock and roll, all right? We're going to whip through this kind of quick. Let's start with tattoos. I realize that a bunch of you have tattoos. Sinners. Can you believe that? I mean, I just... Here's the thing with tattoos. This is pretty simple to me. They don't go away, so be wise. You know? Be wise. If you want to have a more in-depth discussion on tattoos, because there's some stuff in the Old Testament that's like, well, does that mean this and whatever? Look, I'm not going to get into all that today. Um, if you want to get into that, email me. We can, have a, we can have some coffee and a discussion. But bottom line with tattoos, I would say... Where's your heart? What are you saying with it? And are you being wise about it? That's what I would say with tattoos. Pierced ears on dudes. This is a fun one. There are some people who think that men should not get earrings. Some of them think that for style reasons, kind of like I don't like skinny jeans, right? Mostly because I could never wear them. All my jeans are technically skinny jeans because I get like the husky and they're still (laughs) tied on me, right? It's because my thighs are so strong, right? It's got nothing to do with all that extra padding back here, but... Some of them have it for those reasons, but other people think it's feminine, right? So there was a time when the idea was girls wore earrings, boys don't wear earrings. Okay, it's a cultural thing, okay? It's just the way it was. There were other times where boys wore earrings. 
you know, and girls wear earrings. It's just been, depends on where you were, where you grew up, what time, what place in the world. Okay. Tell you a little story back in the sixth grade. This is in the eighties, you know, good times. But anyway, at that time, uh, guys getting an earring in their left ear, like one earring in their left ear got really popular. I lived in California at the time. That was a big deal. I remember one of the guys, I think at school got one and me, you know, wanting to keep up with the latest trends. Went to my dad and I said, dad, can I get an earring in my left ear? He said, yes. He told me I could on one condition. He said, I can get an earring in my left ear if I'm willing to wear a bra and panties. <laughs> you might be able to figure out which culture, subculture he was from. He basically thought, Girls get earrings and guys don't. That was his culture. It's the way he grew up. It just was, okay? I can tell you that bra was uncomfortable. I don't know <laughs> how y'all do it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I didn't wear the bra. I didn't get an earring when I was in sixth grade. But on the day I turned 18, I got four, just so you know. All right. Um, one of them was really infected. It was up. Here's a mess. I'll tell you the story some other time. Um, here were two things that play for me, okay? The first was getting an earring. I don't think there would have been anything wrong in 1980-whatever, of a boy getting an earring in his left ear. I think that's a culturally driven issue, okay? Um, but the second thing was honoring my father and mother. My dad did not want me to get an earring while I was still a child, so I didn't, you know? I say honoring, you know, I would have been in big trouble, right? So it's like <laughs> trying to act like he was like, but if you want to, he was never like that. It's never like, do this, but if you don't want to, don't worry about it. I mean, that's just not the way it worked in my house. Hopefully none of your houses. Um, but honestly, you honor your parents, right? Um, and so those are sort of some of the issues that go with that, okay? The, the other one goes with this one, long hair. There have been those who thought also that long hair was too feminine on a guy. Again, culturally driven. Sometimes you look at the pictures of like, you know, uh, 17th century France, they got the long curly hair. They got the whole, they got these, they look like women. I mean, at some level, right? I mean, French people, right? No, I'm kidding. Some of you are French. Don't. Email me. I'm kidding. I love French people. Anyway, but people used to have long hair. Sometimes they have short hair. It's, it's a cultural thing, okay? Um, when Paul was writing, he talks about long hair, very long hair for a guy not being a good thing. Well, in first century Israel at that time, that you know, there's issues, right? What are you saying with it? And so on. Right now, in this culture at this time, I don't think people associate having long hair with being feminine. So go ahead if that's your thing. And, you know, you want to grow your hair long. Some of you, I can see, could not if you wanted to. Um, that's okay. Don't worry about that. That's the fall. You'll get it back in the resurrected body. I hope. Bummer if you don't, you know. But, um. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you are a guy, if you're a man, God made you a man, which is a wonderful thing, just like being made a woman is a wonderful thing, and you want to have long hair and earrings because you want to look like a girl, totally different issue, Okay? Totally different issue. We can talk about that. I don't have time to get into all that right now. We can, we can get into that, but not right now. Um, get, email me. We can talk through that. That's an issue for some people. Uh, rock and roll. This one's fun. Believe it or not, there was a time when rock music was considered bad stuff in the church. It was bad. Those drums, you know, the whole thing. 
And there were a lot of reasons they gave at that time. There's always a lot of reasons. Like if you go back, I don't know how much of this is still on the internet, but if you go back and look at some of these and find old writings on why these things are bad, whether it's long hair, earrings, or rock and roll, whatever, you'll find these things where they're just doing backflips to try to explain how really the Bible says it's bad. Because, you know, all the stuff about rock and roll in here, um, right, not there, right? So um, here's the thing. Styles of music are not an issue. Styles of music? No. The message and the, and the intention of music is an issue. So if music happens to be in the style of rock and roll and is bad, has bad intentions, has a bad message, dishonors God, tells lies, well, then it would be bad. has nothing to do with the fact that it's rock and roll. Some music is honoring of God. Some music is not. The highest form of music is that which honors God. Right? There's lots of it in heaven if you've read about it. Don't know how much, how rocky those songs are? Haven't heard them. Right? You say the angels are singing it, but I don't know if it's like, mm, 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 or if it's like more smooth. You're like, oh, it's more smooth if you happen to be a certain age. And if you're younger, you're like, oh, no, they're rocking. So, you know, we don't know. Anyway, why am I bringing these things up, these first things I brought up? Well, because even though none of you are probably struggling with like, man, I don't know if I should listen to rock and roll, uh, you know, or whatever. You probably weren't struggling with those things. The fact is, is that we got to understand that legalism sometimes is out there because people want to honor God, but they let their cultural ideas cause them to make rules that are not really rules. We all have to be careful about that. We can do the same thing. The people in the 30s had a certain culture and said, you shouldn't do this and you should do that. They believed that they were honoring God and doing it, but some of those things were just culturally driven. Take every decade, including this one. We can be the same way. we got to be careful about legalism. Okay? God makes the rules. We don't make the rules. We don't need to stretch to try to make rules. We want to honor God and love each other. Now, this next section is more serious. Okay? These are issues that are more complicated and have more impact on the church, on the family, and society. And that is the ones we're going to deal with today. Drinking and smoking. Um, drinking and smoking both have a cultural aspect and a moral and biblical aspect to them, okay? So there are, what I mean to say by that is there are those who have made rules that are culturally based, like these other ones, but there are also those who speak to these things from a biblical perspective, okay? Because these things are much more complicated. There have been a lot of people who have made a lot of rules and judged a lot of people over these issues, okay? And we're going to kind of walk through whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent. There was even a a uh, period of time in this country called Prohibition where drinking alcohol was completely illegal. Did not work out well, okay? <laughs> Apparently people don't like laws like that. Now, let's remember what Jesus Christ tells us about the law first before we get into this, okay? Matthew 22, 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, of course, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Okay? Bottom line, back it all up. We want to get to sort of what is our guiding principle here. With anything we do, if we are not loving God and our neighbor, we are breaking the commands of God. Keep that in mind. You can always test it. Are we loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength? Are we loving our neighbor as ourselves? If the answer is no, it's like one of those flowcharts. No, sin. 
Okay? If you're not doing that, you're in the sin bucket. You're breaking the commandments of the Lord. We've got to remember that as we study these issues. So let's deal with the easier one first. Smoking. We're going to start with tobacco because you can smoke a lot of things apparently. Now, there are a number of ways to smoke. You can smoke cigarettes, cigars, cigarillos. You can vape. You can smoke a pipe or you can chew tobacco. At least those. There's probably other ones that I don't know about. Hookahs, I guess, is a thing. That's some people weird. Um, but all these methods actually have a different effect on your body. And you know what? You're responsible for your body. Okay? You're responsible for your body. God made you. He made your body, body, soul, and spirit. When it comes to smoking tobacco or using tobacco, the question is, how is this affecting my body? Okay? God made your body, and we're supposed to love him and yourself, by the way. Love your neighbor as yourself, which implies that you should love yourself. You're responsible for your body. How is it affecting your body? Now, the truth is there are pretty ample studies um, about tobacco, depending on what thing you're doing there that I just listed, how often, whether there's moderation, et cetera, et cetera. You can go do the research for yourself. I'm not here to give you the science lesson. Okay? You can go. It's all there. It's all online. We can see. This, this one has this effect. This one has that effect. This is a heart issue, by the way. Spoiler alert, all of these are going to be heart issues. Every single one we're going to talk about. It's going to come down to a heart issue. God looks at the heart. That's where he looks. Okay? These are heart issues. Ask yourself, based on what we know, is using tobacco in the way that you're using it doing serious damage to your body? If it is, then you're not honoring God by honoring your body. Okay? Now, there are ways to use tobacco that are less serious and less harming, more serious and more harming. Again, those studies are out there. Go look at it and then make a decision that honors God. I'm not here to figure that out for you or to judge you or to go, oh, that person smoked a cigarette. Well, they're bad. I don't know. Maybe that was the only cigarette you ever had. Probably fine. Not for you kids. Okay, the eggers are getting mad at me. Don't smoke, okay? That's, but whatever. Um, You need to know how these things affect you. This is true of anything. How's it going to affect my body? Because I'm responsible for my body. That's generally how you deal with things like smoking tobacco. Do the research, okay? Now, let's get into some more fun. How about marijuana? It is now legal, it has been for a while, to purchase and use marijuana in the state of Washington. Now, I was in Tennessee when all this happened, and I remember coming back and being like, what? You can just walk into a store and buy pot? It was so crazy. Now we're all just like, yeah, yeah. If I would have told you that 20 years ago, you'd be like, what? You can just be a legal drug dealer? The answer is sort of. It's still federally illegal. So uh, in any case, you can do it. But being legal does not make it right. So if you're just like, well, it's legal, so it must be right, that's a really bad idea. Our laws are not always just. They're often not. The problem with marijuana is this, okay? Just make it real easy. I'm unaware of any way to use marijuana and not become intoxicated, okay? I'm talking about THC marijuana, okay? Please don't send me articles about CBD, And how it solves every medical problem in the world, I know. It's great. I don't know. I've never used it. But I know some some people like it. It's not, it doesn't intoxicate. I don't care. Great. CBD it up. Whatever you want to do, okay? Don't care. That's not even an issue, right? It's not intoxicating you. But intoxication with marijuana or any other drug, including alcohol, is wrong. Okay? This is an important principle because it's a biblical one. Intoxication is wrong. Is wrong. Okay? I counted around 11 verses in the New Testament that warn about drunkenness or intoxication. 
Okay, the one I want to focus on is Ephesians 5.18. This is, I'm going to read you 5.15 through 18. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. I've already told you that. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. What does that suggest? If you are drunk with wine, are you filling yourself with the Spirit? What do we want to be as Christ followers? Filled with the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit. We don't walk according to the flesh. When you're getting drunk, when you're getting high, you are not filling yourself with the Spirit. You're kind of messing your whole self up. You're important. God wants to be in relationship with you. You got to understand who you are. Your body, soul, and spirit. Okay? This is important. If you're in Christ, you have the Holy Spirit. Your spirit has been made alive. Your spirit is, can connect and be in relation with the Holy Spirit because your spirit has been made alive and it's been made new and it's perfect. Your body, on the other hand, is still dealing with the effects of the fallen world, waiting for redemption, which will be coming. But your spirit's not that way. So you can either kind of sow to the body the thing that's fallen, or you can sow to the spirit. That all happens at the level of soul, right? The decision-making, the will. You can will to the spirit and live in the Lord, or you can will to the body and live in fallenness. It's pretty clear which one God has asked us to do. Go to the redeemed part, the part that's already redeemed. Sow to the spirit. If we sow to the body, we will not be walking in the spirit, but in fallenness. This is important. This is serious. When we become intoxicated, we are willing to the body. That's what we're doing. We're saying body is more important. Giving my body something is more important than being able to be in the spirit right now. We don't want to do that. We can't be walking filled with the spirit if we're regularly involved in intoxication. You generally don't think well either when you're intoxicated, okay? You don't make particularly good decisions while you're intoxicated. You're not doing anybody any favors when you're intoxicated. It's because you've willed to the body and damaged your ability to will to the spirit. Because your soul, where you make decisions, your will is compromised when you're intoxicated. That's just the way it is. Drunkenness is specifically commanded against in the scripture. There is no way around it, whether it's marijuana or alcohol or another drug, intoxication is forbidden by God. Those who spend their time getting drunk are not using that time to honor God. And this is the important part. They're using that time to honor themselves. It's more important than following God. So as to marijuana, I don't see any use for it that's biblical unless there's some medical reason why you need THC. If that's the case, well then... Medicine is medicine, right? There's all kinds of things that we have to do for the health of our body. Alcohol, on the other hand, is more complicated. That really is a much more complicated issue and one that Pastor David will address in our next episode. So I hope you'll join us. Until then, let me invite you to visit us here at Axe Church in Vancouver, Washington, we're real easy to find, and you can get directions and all the info you need anytime at axechurchnw.org. 
hope to meet you this Sunday. And I hope to see you right here next time for more great Bible teaching with Pastor David Robinson here on Contemplate.